0: Welcome to another episode of the Music from the Goddesses of a Podcast. I am your host, Midnight Star. What you heard was No One Said It Would Be Easy by Anne Harmonic. It's from the Pagan Folks Against Fascism compilation. I'm currently going through a tough situation, which also involves someone that I know at the moment. I don't want to get into too much detail on my personal life due to the privacy of this individual. So this song is good for those of you who are going through some tough times right now. Today's topic is all about Baltic Paganism. But first, have you checked out the Midnight Star YouTube channel yet? If not, go there and star spelt with two R's. While you're at it, please leave a comment on YouTube and let me know what you think of the show. For all you loyal listeners out there, please share this podcast via YouTube, Twitter, Amino, Facebook, SoundCloud, or wherever you can to everyone you know. I am still looking for more fans to join the music from the Goddesses Vault podcast Amino community. You can download the app for free on Apple and Google Play. Plus, I'm still looking for new show topics, spirit guides, and dream symbols to talk about. If you have a suggestion, you can contact me through the Facebook page, The Amino Group, through YouTube, and you can tweet me at GoddessVault. Now for the events coming up, hopefully, in your area. All of them are new. I have finally found an event in Canada, and it's happening in December. If you live in and around Windsor, Ontario, the Hague Shack will be hosting a free Yule celebration on Friday, December 13th from 6 to 9 p.m. When I looked at what this is all about, it was just explaining the winter solstice that will be coming soon. If you want more information on this event, you can check them out on Facebook. If you live in Georgia, in the United States, Piggin Fest Augusta will be hosting their very first witches Ball 2020, Saturday, February 1st, in the Mezzanine at the Legends Club in Augusta. It's a formal event, so you do have to wear a creative black tie, traditional formal, or pagan attire. There will be a meal, DJ contest, silent auctions, voting for a king and queen witch, and more. Tickets are $35 for individuals or 60 for couples. For more information or to purchase tickets, visit com forward slash the-witches with a Y instead of an I-ball.html. If you live in Australia, the Pagan Temple of Gods will be hosting a community gathering on Saturday, January 11th from 2 to 4 p.m. at Northeast Street City Farm in Brisbane, Queensland. It's a way for all Australian pagans to come together in a casual and relaxed atmosphere. It's for all traditions, and kids are welcomed too. For more information, check out their Facebook page. All the links will be in the show notes. As I mentioned at the top of the show, it's all about Baltic Paganism. I mentioned close to a year ago that I did get my Ancestry.com results. That was 89% Eastern European and 11% Baltic. What do I mean when I say Baltic? Well, they are the countries of Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. Otherwise, countries near the Baltic Sea. Now, I did do a little research beforehand, and there are three neo-pagan movements happening in these Baltic states. They are DevTuriba, Drui, and Romov and Romova. I hope I pronounce all these correctly. If not, please write to me the correct pronunciation. I'm going to start off by speaking about Dev Chiriba. after you hear Pagan Woman by David Wood and Lady Bridwyn.
1: I am a pagan woman. No New Age crystal.
0: DevTuriba is an ancient Latvian faith. The modern version of it was established in 1925 by a group of artists. The modern DevTuriba will be considered more of a reconstructionist, neo-pagan movement. It's a system based on Latvian folklore. The followers are called DevTuris, and they rely more on tradition rather than scriptures. DevTuriba is also a polytheistic faith. The DevTurists believe in multiple deities associated with nature and aspects of life. They also believe that humans consist of the flesh, the soul, and maybe the astral body. That's all I can explain about DevTuriba. If you want to know more, you can always search online. In the next segment, I will be talking about Drui and Romova. Here's Holly Tannen with The Soul Knows Its Own.
2: Come down to the river And dance in the spring All the dark season The hard winter
0: The Spirit Guide of the Week Keeping up with today's theme, the Spirit Guide of the Week is the Baltic goddess Lema. She is the goddess of fate, destiny, fertility, birth and death. She bestows good luck and bad, as well as happiness and misfortune. Lema is the patron of pregnant women, cows and horses. She can also determine the lifespan of plants, animals and humans. Her name is interpreted to either mean happiness or it might derive from an old Lithuanian word meaning wisdom. Lema is the daughter of the Earth Mother Zemina. She also has two sisters named Karta and Tekla. The three sisters make up the trinity of the fate deities. Lema helps arrange marriages and overseas weddings. Since she is the patron of pregnant women, she helps supervise the birth process. Lema does this by deciding when the baby is born. She also decides on the physical attributes, mental capacity, and the baby's lifespan. What you can offer Leymah on your altar are the following. First off, offerings should be made after a successful and happy birth. If you or someone you know is expecting soon, make these offerings to Lema after the birth. Traditional flowers, flax, and hand-woven cloth and belts. That is it for now. Stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week.
3: sweetness on my lips goddess fertility move my sacred hips Inspire me, inspire me, love me and desire me. God has suffered. T- Sweetness on my lips God is fertility Move my sacred hips I
0: was Goddess Fertility by Lindy Lila. Drui is a Baltic ethnic religion with Old Prussian origins. This neo-pagan belief is mostly present in Lithuania. However, the word Drui is an Old Prussian word that is translated to mean faith. Those that follow Druy believe in the philosophy of the movement of the Four Noble Truths. The first one means that everything is one deity. They call their gods and goddesses divas, and practitioners believe that these deities are both sustainers and destroyers. Devas are life itself, and they live in everything. The second noble truth deals with the nature of man, which is physical, vital, and divine. The third noble truth is the universe, which is sustained by dharna, also known as harmony and order. And the last noble truth is that time changes in the circle of stability. Drui does have a symbol, which is the tree, and the most famous of the Druid practitioners is the Corona Academy of Baltic Priesthood in Lithuania. They have been training adult men and women in this path since 1995. Now you know a little bit of what Drui is. Next I'm going to talk about the last of the Neopagan movements, which is Remuva. Remuva is another Reconstructionist ethnic religion of the Baltic people. It also originated in Lithuania. It's about reviving the ancient religious practices that were done before Christianization. They want to reclaim traditions, which today survives in folklore and customs. It is also polytheistic. They also worship nature and their ancestors. Rumuvian celebrations do take place outdoors near sacred fires. They are led by Valladila, which I try to look up and can't find anything of what that is. However, Kurvis is the name of the leader of the whole Rimuvian community. Like all pagan faiths, there's no scriptures and most rely on tradition. I mentioned that Romuva is primarily from Lithuania. However, there are groups in Australia, Canada, the US, and England. If you want to know more about Druy and Remova, there are tons of information on the web. This next track is one of my favorites that I haven't played in a while. Here's Pagan Girl by Emerald Rose. Where the world is full of women and a
4: color, ship, mankind, and with this female cornucopia, it might be hard to make up your mind. I've had my share of failures, but I've learned a thing or two. I've laid down some harder guidelines, listen well, and I sing them for you. I'm gonna find a pagan girl who understands a goddess and rocks my world. Chant in the circle as the sun and moon and dance round the fire to a goddess, too. Rock all night to the morning. and pearls gonna find myself a pagan girl. Back in college, Mary was an idiot pie. And as fine as any you have seen, but she black for the girl. Goddess, if they did wear a pink and green. And Belinda, she was a wild girl. She could dance, she could ride, and she could scream. But the only God she adored, I'd serve a Mary Jane and no Jim Bean. I'm gonna find myself a pagan girl who understands a goddess and rocks my world. Chant in the circle like the sun and the moon and dance, smile the fire to a goddess, too. Rock all night to the morning. And first I was going to find myself a big and a girl. Now, Shera was a fine, sweet girl, and happiness was her goal. But she had one favorite big problem with me. I would not let her save my soul. And then it was a new age mystic dolphins, angels, crystals, dreams. But her idea of a wild good time was channeling from the pleiades i'm gonna find myself a big and girl who understands the goddess and rocks my world chant in the circle as the sun and the moon and dance round the fire to a goddess too rock all night till the morning and
0: a dream symbol to interpret this next dream symbol came from a friend of mine who posted her dream on facebook it is water in dreams water in dreams usually represents your emotional state of mind to dream about calm and clear water it's telling you that you're in tune with your spirituality to hear running water in your dreams represents meditation and reflection if you have a dream where someone throws water at you it means that you need to show your emotions a lot more If you dream that you are walking on water, it's telling you that you have total control over your own emotions. If in your dreams, the water is boiling, it implies that you are expressing some sort of emotional turmoil in your life. If the water in your dreams is muddy or dirty, it means that you are wallowing in your own negative emotions. To dream that the water is rising up in your house, it's telling you that you are overwhelmed by your emotions. If you dreamed that a wall of water is coming towards you, it signifies that you're welling up with emotions and that can turn other people away from you. And if your dream had both fire and water together, it represents a polarizing issue in your real life. That is it for this week's dream symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming.
5: and But you are not You are mine But you are not We are one But we are two I just don't know what I'm gonna do I don't know what I'm gonna do Water, water everywhere And there's not a drop to drink I'm drifting, drifting far away Feeling like I'll sing I'm gonna see
0: Here is another myth. This next folktale comes from Fairy Tales, and that's with a Z or Z and not with an S, dot com. It's an Estonian tale called The Young Man Who Would Have His Eyes Open. Once upon a time, there lived a youth who was never happy unless he was prying into something that other people knew nothing about. After he had learned to understand the language of birds and beasts, he discovered accidentally that a great deal took place under cover of night, which mortal eyes never saw. From that moment, he felt he could not rest until these hidden secrets were laid bare to him. And he spent his whole time wandering from one wizard to another, begging them to open his eyes, but found none to help him. At length, he reached an old magician called Mana, whose learning was greater than that of the rest, and who could tell him all he wanted to know. But when the old man had listened attentively to him, he said, warningly, My son, do not follow after empty knowledge, which will not bring you happiness, but rather evil. Much is hidden from the eyes of men. Because they know everything, their hearts would no longer be at peace knowledge kills joy therefore think well what you are doing or some day you will repent but if you will not take my advice then truly i can show you the secret of the night only you will need more than a man's courage to bear the sight he stopped and looked at the young man who nodded his head and then the wizard continued tomorrow night you must go to the place where once in seven years the serpent king gives a great feast to his whole court In front of him stands a golden bowl filled with goat's milk, and if you can manage to dip a piece of bread in this milk, eat it before you are obliged to fly. You will understand all the secrets of the night that are hidden from other men. It is lucky for you that the Serpent King's Feast happens to fall this year, otherwise you would have had long to wait for it. But take care to be quick and bold, or it will be the worst for you the young man thanked the wizard for his counsel and went on his way firmly resolved to carry out his purpose even if he paid for it with his life and when the night came he set out for a wide lonely moor where the serpent king held his feast with sharpened eyes he looked eagerly all around him but could see nothing but a multitude of small hillocks that lay motionless under the moonlight he crouched behind the bush for some time, until he felt that midnight could not be far off, when suddenly there arose in the middle of the moor a brilliant glow, as if a star was shining over one of the hillocks. At the same moment all the hillocks began to writhe and to crawl, and from each one came hundreds of serpents and made straight for the glow, where they knew they should find their king. When they reached the hillock where he dwelled, which was higher and broader than the rest, and had a bright light hanging over the top, they coiled themselves up and waited. The whirr and confusion of all the serpent houses were so great that the youth did not dare to advance one step, but remained where he was. Watching intently, all that went on, but at last he began to take courage and moved on softly, step by step. What he saw was creepier than creepy, and surpassed all that he had ever dreamed of. Thousands of snakes, big and little, and of every color, were gathered together in one great cluster around a huge serpent, whose body was as thick as a beam, and which had on its head a golden crown, from which the light sprang. Their hissing and darting tongues so terrified the young man that his heart sank, and he felt that he should never have the courage to push on to certain death when suddenly he caught sight of the golden bull in front of the serpent king and knew that if he had lost this chance, it would never come back. So with his hair standing on end and his blood frozen in his veins, he crept forward. Oh, what a noise and a world rose afresh among the serpents. Thousands of heads were reared and tongues were stretched out to sting the intruder to death. But happily for him, their bodies were so closely entwined, one in the other, that that they could not disentangle themselves quickly. Like lightning, he seized a bit of bread, dipped it in the bowl, and put it in his mouth, and then dashed away as if fire was pursuing him. On he flew as if a whole army of foes were at his heels, and he seemed to hear the noise of their approach growing nearer and nearer. At length his breath failed him, and he threw himself almost senseless on the turf. While he lay there, dreadful dreams haunted him. He thought that the Serpent King with the fiery crown had twined himself around him and was crushing out his life. With a loud shriek, he sprang up to do battle with his enemy. When he saw that it was the rays of the sun which had woken him, he rubbed his eyes and looked all around, but nothing he could see of the foes of the past night. And the moor where he had run into such danger must be at least a mile away. But it was no dream that he had run hard and far, or that he had drunk of the magic goat's milk and when he felt his limbs and found them whole his joy was great that he had come through such pearls with a sound skin after the fatigue and terrors of the night he lay still till midday but he made up his mind he would go that very evening into the forest to try what the goat's milk could really do for him and if he would now be able to understand all that had been a mystery to him and once in the forest his doubts were set at rest for he saw what no mortal eyes had seen before him. Beneath the trees were golden pavilions with flags of silver all brightly lit up. He was still wondering why the pavilions were there. When a noise was heard among the trees, as if the wind had suddenly got up, and on all sides beautiful maidens stepped from the trees into the bright light of the moon. These were the wooden nymphs' daughters of the Earth Mother who came every night to hold their dances in the forest. The young man, watching from his hiding place, wished he had a hundred eyes in his head, for two were not nearly enough for the sight before him. The dance is lasting till the first streak of dawn. Then a silvery veil seemed to be drawn over the ladies, and they vanished from sight. But the young man remained where he was till the sun was high in the heavens, and then went home. He felt that day to be endless, and counted the minutes till night should come, and he might return to the forest. But when at last he got there, he found neither pavilions nor nymphs and thought he went back many nights after he never saw them again. Still he thought about them night and day, and ceased to care about anything else in the world, and was sick to the end of his life with longing for that beautiful vision. And that was the way he learned that the wizard had spoken truly when he said, Blindness is man's highest good. Before the story, you heard Water by Hecate's Wheel. It's the end of the show, again I'm your host, Midnight Star. If you have any suggestions for a song, show topic, spirit guide or dream symbol, or you just want to like, share or comment, you can go to the music from the Goddess's Vault Facebook page, the Amino group, through Soundcloud, or you can tweet me at Goddess Vault. I'm going to leave you with Heart Girl with a Serpent by Pandemonium. Blessed Be.
3: Watch me.